Yoyim Revi Leparshus Mishpat Shnas Tov Shin Ayilov Yeshiva Teferis Avigdor Then you have people that say, 
if this is my friend, this is somebody I know, I am going to be makabal achrayis toward that person. And I am going to undertake to make sure that that person is not alone throughout his sickness. I'm going to be there for him on a steady basis. Or I take achrayis for somebody that's poor, I am going to see to it to arrange for that person to... Now, of course, when you take achrayis, that's a much higher level. Without achrayis, it's a much lower level because it's much less of a commitment. A lot of times when you see great people, you know, here's a guy that once in a blue moon somebody asks him for a loan and he extends a loan and then there's a person who lets people know if you need loans, I'm the address. Here's a person that when it snows, once in a while, if he sees his neighbor, the old lady or the old man or the old couple don't have their driveway, so when Ishra says, ah, that's their problem, it's not my driveway, let them get a ticket. And a person who has a guilty conscience will grab a shovel and but a person with an achrayis will knock on the door and say, from now on you don't have to worry about it. I will take care of you. You have people that come to the yeshiva, let's say early, and once in a while the snow is heavy and they don't care, they're not in the mood, or it's time for Seder, they will grab the shovel and they will shovel the snow. But if it's an achrayis, to know you've got to get up five minutes early, and this is what I'm going to do, to be mated with people that everybody enjoys very much, um, coming to a place and you're able to bang your feet before you come in with snowed up shoes, everybody enjoys that better. That's not a Christ. And then you have the sad, sad of being Adam Chaveroi of what my Chaver does to me. Does he do for me Toiv? Does he do for me Ra? And many people carry around with them all kind of baggage and all kind of luggage. Somebody doesn't talk to me. Somebody doesn't smile to me. Somebody didn't do for me. Somebody ignored me. Now there's two halakim to that action. Number one, were they wrong or not wrong? I mean, let's say I'm a needy, I'm a needy person. And you become aware of this, that I'm needy, and you are ma'alima enecha. You close your eyes and you walk past. So you rush, you're a big person. Terry says if you see somebody's pet on the floor, or you see somebody's object, he knows it is. So you sometimes you see people bending down. You know why a lot of people bending down? Not to return Depending down of Rome? To keep it. They think they found the Mitzvah. Find those keepers, lose the weepers. To find, to, uh, to, to, uh, to uh, um, broaden my, uh, not horizons, my estate, my assets, 
everybody's willing to put in a little bit of effort. But Fiyanim doesn't mean he's putting in an effort Fiyanim. Well, he's a bad person. He closed his eyes. Herod says, it's halamdi, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be misalim. You have responsibility. So the same thing that, that from that, the Paiskim say, it's not just Hashem Sabein. Anytime that you see somebody you could have a loss, sometimes a person's car, a lot, guy's light, and this is what I love the best. A guy's light is on on Shabbos, Friday night, right? Or Shabbos morning. And also you notice somebody's car, his light is on. Everybody loves that scenario. They wonder whose cars, whose cars is. They want to run to the guy Friday night and tell him, you know, you left your lights on in the car. Now, excuse me, why, why are you telling them that? There's one motivation to tell them Because you want to see you know, how somebody else suffers. He was having a peaceful, enjoyable Shabbos. He can't turn the lights off on Shabbos. Right? That's not Shabbos. So, telling him on Shabbos is just for one reason. Just to say, you can't light the lights on Shabbos. Your battery's going to be dead after Shabbos. <laughs> and you say to the guy, like, oh, you know, I feel bad. You better be dead on Shabbos. That's how you think, you know, not bad. <laughs> not bad, you understand? And the guy's like, oh, no. He said, yeah, I feel bad for you. And he goes, eh, not bad. Mazel <laughs> rah. People have to study themselves to know what they do. Now, that is an action that people take and they need to study between them and their British. There's a halacha that you're not allowed to tell people the surah's rise. What do they do about it? Morris says, bad people relate bad news. Good people don't relate bad news. It's not, it's not, it's not a good job. not a mensch But now... Let's say somebody does something bad to me, and it's clearly bad. The tendency of people is to now say that action was completely being Adam Lachaveh. And the MS is, it's not. That action is being Adam Lamakai and being Adam That means if somebody does me a rat, so that person did an act of evil and there's no question about it in his social behavior. He is an ish rat. But now the question is how, what was the goyrim that he did rat to me? You know, sometimes a guy wants to give you bad news and he can't find you. And he's disappointed, but he likely gave you the bad news. You know, here's a guy, I love the guy, you know your car is flat. Good job. If you want to say, listen, your car is flat, I want to help you, let me give you a hand. You know what I mean? That's the story, I'm not talking about that. But, talk about people that give you bad news and they walk away. So, we have to realize that that, my Sarah is being Adam Lamak. That's Hashem doing something to you. And all Hashem is doing is He's using your fellow man to do it to you. If somebody does an action to me, which is Ra, HaKadosh Baruch Hu first had to decide that action 100%.
And once HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided how much I'm going to be affected by that, emotionally, financially, tearful-wise, once Hashem decides that, then He chooses a Ishra to commit that act. There is no such a thing as an other rat doing something to you that is not that has not previously before that action been decided a hundred percent back for this Baruch Hu, and it would have happened if not for this person it would have happened by another person. Just this morning a young border Policewoman Hadar Koy was her name, left her house this morning to do some service, Shmira, at the old city, at the Damascus Gate. And she was with another young soldier, one was 19 and one was 20. In that place, there's a lot of border police milling around because it's a place which is known for potential terror attacks. Hashem shows that place to... So everybody knows, you go there, this is a mokim, muchal leparonis. And they notice these three fellows, Arabs, acting a little strange. So, they went to approach these Arabs. They approached the Arabs and they said to them, identify, let's see your papers, your identity. And one of the Arabs pulled out his papers and the other guy reached for a Carl Gustav submachine gun. And they pulled out weapons and they began to shoot. And Hadar Koyin took a book, uh, and she was stabbed, another guy pulled out a knife, and they stabbed them, and they, sh- and they shot them, it was all kind of mayhem over there. And then three other, uh, then other soldiers came, and they killed those three Arabs. She died a couple of hours later, this year. I was thinking about it. And she left her house this morning and Hashem decided that this was going to be her last day on this world. She wasn't going to even see the afternoon. The Nishbaruch who decided this morning was her last morning on this universe. So Hashem had to orchestrate for her to be put on Shmira duty at this place. And HaKadosh Baruch then looked down in his Arabic world and he didn't find no shortage of volunteers who want to do Dvorim Royer. So Hashem decided for these fellows also it was their last morning on this planet. And Hashem made the Shidduch. 
And they orchestrated the Shidduch. They're Anosh and Royim. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't tell them what to do. They chose that on their own. They're going to be held fully responsible. But you have to know, it had the, her death, the angle that the bullet pierced her, the damage that it did, the inability of the hospital to resuscitate her, after they worked on her for many hours, was Kuloi ben Adam Mulakim, between Hamokim Adam. What that does is, it makes a person aware that this is the decision of HaKadosh Baruch. There's nothing in the world that you can do, absolutely zilch, that you can do since they put out that special vest that goes around the neck, so the Arabs all stab the soldiers in the neck, so they put this thing around the neck, this company produced this, it was aimed to make a lot of money. That a public, a reporter, journalist, put one on, and his fellow man came with a knife, a friend, he said, stab him. And on public television, he stabbed him, and the guy got stabbed. It went right through this shield. Now, only two days ago did I learn that the company is still selling this as a tremendous smuggling, <laughs> a tremendous shield. The guy needed to had to go to the hospital. He wasn't uh, dead. I didn't, you know, do it to kill him. Here's a guy with a shield. Here's another guy with a knife who had no intention of harming him. But Hashem decided that morning that this journalist is getting stabbed in his neck. For he's not a soldier. He doesn't ask Arab identity papers. He doesn't go in bad neighborhoods. So Hashem brought this journalist to decide, I'm going to wear, test, I'm going to be the tester on TV, I'm going to be famous, I'm going to be on TV, and I'm going to be, be, be everyone's going to picture me, I'm going to be the model for the thing, and everyone told me he looks perfect, I'm sure they pumped him up, they put a little, uh, Makeup on him beforehand. The guy stood there, and some guy acting like an Arab actor. He put him in the knife, and he went right through the shield. Goodbye. Not goodbye. What was The guy was uh, wounded. There's a clear thing. This is Akadish Baruchu 100%. Now, therefore, the result of this is that when somebody maims you, or somebody wrongs you, first you have to establish if it was a wrong or not wrong. But even if we establish beyond the shadow of a doubt that it was a wrong, the first thing you have to take note and become aware of, that it had nothing to do with that person. That person wasn't the good. This action would have happened to you regardless because that's what our Kaddish Baruch Hu decided. You know how many people are not doing Shidduchim with each other? Reading recently about a guy who had a Neuridika Shidduch. And his grandfather tried as hard as he could to break it. Why? Because the grandfather had a kaina on that guy's grandfather. <laughs> you see what 
said it wrongly, did it wrong an hour to me 40, 50 years ago, and that's enough. The low is a low drag, and I don't want to marry it, but I'm a this, this crazy stuff. Baruch Hashem, they got married. Hashem decided to get married. But he did it, Maisara. You know what Maisara was? It was a Maisara of Kfira. He denied us from the Yerbani Shalala. He had no Amuna. He was able to seek a Loisita bearing grudges for 40 years to bear a grudge. You don't kind of have to hear that. That's like a cancer growing for 40 years. About a cancer. Cancer growing you doesn't do harm until it gets to stage four. <clears throat> That's what it really affects you. This is a cancer stage four from day one. It's poisoning your system. It's, it's, it's making you rot. You become rotten every minute you carry around these grudges. Now, the emphasis, the source for this is an hour parsha. Now, this is such a chiddish, I want you to know, that a lot of tired Jews, just recently somebody came to me and he said, how do you deal with this Bechira problem? I said, how do I deal with it? I said, I deal with it in one fashion. I take the Gemara that says, HaKoyl Videy Shemai. But don't you know the story with the Salanto or the Alta Vikelim or this God or that God that said they were afraid of Bali Bechir. They were afraid from Bali Bechir. And it seems that they're saying that they held that a Baal Bechira could mamish, be boicher to do you right and be meiratim. I said, I don't know such things. I know a Pasek in the Chumash. And I pass like the Chavetz Chaim. Till I see a Pesach. Otherwise, I pass like the Chavetz Chaim. And even if I see somebody else had otherwise, I still pass like the Chavetz Chaim. Because he's a Pesach Achra. And the Chavetz Chaim said, I'm going to show you an Ophelic Gemara. The Pasek says over here, in this week's Parsha, the Parsha Chav Aleph, talks about an episode where two people are fighting. No, two people are fighting and one guy decides to get the upper hand and he picks up a stone and he bavars the guy or the guy decides to practice with his fists and he hits the guy in the face and the guy doesn't die, but he falls on Mishka. Right? <clears throat> and then it says, Virapoi Yirapi. What does that mean to say? So it says, Imiyokum, Vihisali, Bechutz. And he gets better. If he eventually gets better, so then you have to pay the Shevis, most work, wages. Virapoi Yirapi. So, the question is, what does this Pasuk teach you when it says, Virapo Yirape? So Rashi says, Kitargumah. It means, Yishalim Schar Harayfe. You pay for the wages of the doctor. You pay for the wages of the doctor. Now, it's a funny thing. You know, know what it should say? It says shivta yitain. It should say veripo yitain. It should say shivta yitain. That means you pay for the guy's loss of wages. And then it says it should say 
Veshivtoyite. It says, Verapoy Yerape, which means healed. He should be healed. It's a very strange loss. So the Gemara in Baba Kama, that paid. Hey, Amir Alam says that from here we learn Mikan Tana Debei Rabbi Shmuel Virapo Yirape Mikan Shenitan Rishus Leroyfe Lerapos. We learn from here that you have Rishus for a Royfe to be Mirapos somebody. Yeah? So this is a source. That if somebody um, gets hurt, somebody else punches him in the nose, the guy needs stitches, <clears throat> that fellow has refused to go to the doctor. Now what's the obvious question that anybody's going to ask on this busing? What's the obvious question, Avram? Why would you think that a person can't go to a doctor. Why in the world would you think you need Rishus to go to a doctor? Yeah? That's number one question. Number two question it says, Virapo Yerapet. If it just said Virapo, wouldn't I know also Mikan Shenitin Rishus Lerapes? Why does it say a double ocean of Why does it say a double language? The answer is there are two separate chidushim. Rashi comes along and says, Mikan shenitna rishus l'roifim l'rapos. So Rashi, the loyamrinon, and we don't say rachmona mache, the ihu mase. Hashem made you sick, and therefore Hashem should make you better. Means if a person gets sick, <coughs> it's clearly min hashemay. That's clearly an act of. HaKadosh Baruch So if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to be healed, you have to know He will heal you. So you have to have a special license that a doctor is allowed to heal a, heal a person. And if he wasn't allowed to do it, and he did it, he would be Mamish Arosha undermining HaKadosh Baruch Hu going against him. That's what he would be doing. Yeah. But Taisa says, why does it have to give me two psalms? Rapoi, Yirapoi. If it just said Rapoi, I would know I need to reshuse the right for the Rapoi's. Why does it say Rapoi, Yirapoi? So Taisa says, the Hava Amina, I would think, but only said one pasuk. I would say, "Hani mili makhebide odo." You only say it if it's makhebide odo. 
I would think that if a person punched you in the face, Hashem delivered you the blow, al yaday and Adam, right? So then I would think that Hashem allows you to heal yourself, al yaday and Adam. A that came Kishemar, Kishemarap, when you get healed, Nira, it appears, Kisoyser Gzeira's Hamelch. As if you're contradicting the Gzeira decree of Akadish Borah. Chamash Mulam Dishon. So the Torah therefore tells me, it's Mutter. Now this is such, gives a person such insight. Because you realize that it has nothing to do with anything but HaKadosh Baruch. And a person is, finds himself in HaKadosh Baruch who hands. Now you imagine, try to picture this. You see a younger man walking down the street. And you're standing across the street and you're watching Two Schwarzes, or as they call them in Kalmavasar, Tzvei Tunkala Parshayi. Um, two dark thugs. <laughs> or a Puerto Rican walking along the street, and you're watching the senior fold, and all of a sudden the guy raises his hand and he punches this average in the face. And the guy falls to the floor. What are your first thing you do? You get your local Dove Hiking to come out. Your local assemblymen, people involved in the government, and they stand on the back and say, Where's the sheriff? Where's the police? I give my word I'm going to make this neighborhood safer with to that the neighborhood and people say oh he cares for us yes we have to vote for him next time and he loves Israel too Whoa. <laughs> the guy loves Israel I mean, that's a so and the person now believes he's in that good hands good hands and then Simcha Felder comes along and he offers you his chizik not to worry. Just like me being at the end, I'm like, oh, we're going to be very tough. On, I mean, you're like a, you're like a late. You have such a, you, the guy pushes, the guy opens his mouth, he sounds like a comedy comedian. It's almost like if he gets you sitting in the government, and he's talking on the radio, it's like he's practicing in his bedroom. Oh, let me make people feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and the person, the guy says such stuff. That every Spanish nobody, and every Turkish nobody, and every nobody in Eretz Israel knows that this guy's words are not stop hot here. They're hotter than hot here. All they're doing is taking adding carbon monoxide to the world. He's powerless. He's toothless. No garnish. Does 
Flatbush is that a neighborhood that lacks police? It's got police. It's got people who are friendly with the police. We have good signs. We smear the police. We have from assemblymen and people who are looking out for our interests. Plus, we even have a backup shepherd patrols. Shepherd patrols all over. We have these mamish. <coughs> these what do they call the Gaiish Shepherd it's called? Those have you read? What? Guardian angels. We have so many guardian angels over here, Baruch Hashem. But it's very funny how it works. 99% of the time, when the guy does the damage, the shaymer will not did. They want to know why not. So they sit there and they think, why not? They think, oh, you know why? Because there's not enough lighting here. Or, you know, the problem is, this was a quiet street. Or, this problem. They all come all kind of terms. Did you ever think that maybe HaKadosh Baruch will decide that this is going to happen? So Hashem got the shaymer to decide he wants to eat falafel in the middle of the night at 2 o'clock. So he knows there's a restaurant on the other side of Flatbush that gives out free falafels for shaymer. Or he knows of a fruit donut shop or from all night bagel stores. He stopped this with some bagels. All of a sudden, cackling got his thing. Uh, man down, man down. Oh boy! There goes the bagels. And they run back, they run, they run with you. It's not Shaykh. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a decision. This is all me HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is machin. Fellow came to me and said, you want to see the, the assault? They had Mamish cameras. They showed how this fellow from Flatbush was walking along at 1.50 a.m., he got pummeled by two Puerto Ricans and they, no, no, they were Puerto Ricans, they were, they were, they were those, like Serbians or Bosnians, turned out to be, they fake quite Puerto And they looked like Puerto Ricans, I think, and they, and they beat him up, put 17 stitches in the guy's forehead, he took his wallet, took his thing. Nice school kids. I caught him the next day, and they catch him. I can now show me. They had a, uh, a video. And the video showed them putting on their hoodies. And they took a video from around the corner and they showed them getting out of a car, pushing. The car dropping them off. And they kept on going backwards all the streets around until they trapped. They were able to see the license plate. You want to pick them up? Never. So Hashem decided he's going to get, teach these guys a lesson too. These are Noshim Royim. Because you're going to decide that's what's going to happen that night. You have to understand you're in the hands of Hashem. And if Hashem decides, you can have your hand on the gun, under your coat, you're going to shoot your own foot off. That's all you have. A person has to understand that this is what the lesson is. And that, that's what mitigates and protects a person from having tightness on even if somebody is macharif you, somebody is magadif you, somebody belittles you in public, you have to know it has nothing to do with that person. It's hakoyom and the first thing you do is you accept it. Now, I want to explain something. If some guy accosts you 
and you can raise your arms and do a little self-defense, sometimes a fellow comes to you and he gives you a warning. I'm going to punch you in the face. So you say, okay, maybe that's what Hashem wants, but I'm going to first try to kick you in your family jewels. And hopefully, I'll mess your future dirt. That's what you hope. So you try that. Now, if it works, so you know what you say? Hashem wanted you to have a fright. Then what do you say? Oh, it's good to get to Quran. Good to get to Quran. But no, 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 but that's tendency of people. Going with al harbors or tichir, that's how they live, and that's what they foment, and that's what everything. And when you learn parshas mishpatim, and you read about Geneva and Zayla and Shmira, you get something ashamed. Look, I told you to watch. I told you to watch the chayv, and you don't watch it. You're pretty shaved. Yeah, the guy's chayv. Sometimes he has the money. He doesn't have the money. But that guy didn't damage. The damage happened because the Rebbe wanted this thing to happen. And that's what you have to accept. And not be angry, not have a tainet for everybody else. Because Mizenim and Gutehet were in the hands of the Rebbe so You have people from France, we're here with Chagan of France, and they're starting a mass exodus. And from Europe, where are they going? They're going to Israel. What's Israel? <laughs> they can escape on that show. They worry worse. Where would they go? They can hide in the middle of the Amalek. What are they going to do? Under the sea. What is this? We are running. But Shabbat Shalom should help us have this awareness, keep this awareness, and be aware of this awareness. It will save us from a lot of social ills, a lot of tightness. bring us a lot of mutas and nefesh. It will save us from a lot of Sucks.